Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and happy Friday. Welcome to Trackside. I'm Terry Turner. Right there is Randy Dye. Randy, I got a, a shocking question for you. Are you awake and ready to go? I am ready. And uh, I'm awake, yes. I've been awake since way wee hours of the morning. Well, you know, in light of everything going on in the world, Randy, I always like to double-check on just about everything. You understand? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yes. <laughs> so... So my question to you is this. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Do you realize that we are 80 days away from the clash? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Well, (laughs) of course, you know, it could be 80 seconds away the way way our society is behaving now with the the next clash, right? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's... it's, uh, You know, I think it's going to be cool. I I look forward to it. They added a new, new... wrinkle to it this year and um um but 80 days it seems like oh my gosh can we wait just a little bit you know because <laughs> because that means that's just like the kickoff party right this is off we go and once that starts there's no stopping exactly exactly and uh you know third year of the class and it should be quite interesting this year um as they've you know kind of got it down to a fine art and Obviously, NASCAR would not be continuing with it if it weren't successful. I think that's true. I mean, you know, they, it's it's one thing to go and, you know, kind of do a, a one-off event and get interest up in certain markets. It's another thing to go and do it and do it again and do it again. Uh, so uh, these, are, these are smart people. Um, they know what they're doing, and uh, they don't do things just they don't do things without purpose that's for sure that is for sure no doubt about it and it it, it, as we well know it is going to go by fast it already is going by fast and um uh we of course are in the middle of silly season so we (laughs) we have a lot of uh, a lot of stuff like that going on meanwhile we are waiting for rusty and so there he is, live and in living color. Rusty, congratulations on a big-time Governor's Cup weekend. Wow, you pulled it off in, uh, in stellar form, my brother. I tell you, it was a really, really good race. Um, it got The race itself didn't get, get cut short, but a couple of sports visions did because all day Sunday, it was kind of misty, foggy, just... Uh, not weather that people wanted to come out in, per se. Uh, the ones that did come out had a great show to watch. And, and Ashley Moody, I can tell you this, the uh, Florida State Attorney General, she is an incredible person. Um, she she was here, and it was just like having just a regular fan here, and I can't say enough about her. Um, Randy was here. It was great to see him again. It was just it was it was a fun time Sunday. Yeah, Randy, you were you were talking to him a little bit about that. You had a good time and, and were quite impressed with the Attorney General. Tell us uh, tell us a little bit more about it. You you guys elaborate. Well, I, I would say from my standpoint, you know, um, lots of lots of things that uh, made it a great day for me. Um, first off, New Smyrna Beach is uh, New Smyrna Racetrack has always been my home track. Uh, I raced, I was no telling how many races there, how many laps I put on race cars there. And, um, and so it's, it's always good to go home. 
right? That's that's kind of the way I feel about going out there. And and it, it kept getting better and better because, um, you know, it wasn't very long after I got there. Uh, Robert was able to come. Uh, it was good to see him and, and, you know, had a good conversation with him. Jane was, uh, you know, feeling better, and she was she was there. Uh, that was a great, great time. And I know so many people at New Smyrna Speedway that it was, uh, it, like I said, man, it's almost like a like a family reunion. Uh, all the drivers that uh, was able to see again, and uh, you know some of the young ones, and some of the some that we've met through other other places where we've raced and. And it was a little, it's a little strange to actually be at New Smyrna and not be racing myself or having Daniel race. So it was, <laughs> that's a little, that was a little bit awkward or weird for me. Um, but it was way cheaper. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a fact. The, um, uh, you know, but as far as Ashley Moody goes, um, you, you know, I've had plenty of interactions with her over several years. Um, and I've always found her to be uh, very professional, uh, definitely knows what she's doing. Um, uh, she, she's, and, and she was she was respectful enough, um, in, in my view, she was respectful enough to do some homework, to do some, some uh, investigating into the history of New Smyrna Speedway, how long? Uh, how long the Governor's Cup has been been out there? Uh, she 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 was able to have uh, a very relevant conversation with the Hearts and with Rusty and myself and other other people uh, about racing. Um, and probably the most important part of this whole thing that I'm saying, when she delivered the command to start the engines. She was a she was a pro at it. I mean, she didn't do it with this like just okay. Let's just say it. I mean, she did it with enthusiasm and she rallied the fans. So, I think uh, I, I, it was a great day. Um, wonderful to see uh, so many people and um, and and to see a good event. I mean, the Governor's Cup deserves uh, people to see it. It's not just a regular uh, super late model race. It's a big deal, and um, uh, the 58th running of the Governor's Cup—that's uh, uh, that's a long time, man. You better believe it. Well, Rusty, you got to be really proud of a great season. So it raises the question: Is if the Attorney General did a great job, what about a maybe a powder puff event with her driving one of these days? <laughs> you know, you, you, the, the sad thing was. She really wanted to come here because she wanted to bring her son. And so she was all excited that she was going to be able to bring him to a race, da-da-da-da-da. He got sick on Friday. Oh, man. So her husband couldn't come with her. Her son couldn't come with her. Um, At one point, our office was so full of politicians, you couldn't stuff anybody else in there. (laughs) Well, you know your office. If if you have one politician in the office, that's okay. Two is a crowd, <laughs> and we had way more than two. <laughs> yeah, right. And it was it was great because uh, uh, Bill Posey, he has always been great. I mean, he is ter- terrific friends with the Hearts and New Smyrna Speedway, and he's the one that that lines up a lot of stuff for us with the different dignitaries and whatnot. 
and he was he was so excited to have the attorney general here and he said you watch she will be the governor maybe not next time but she will be the governor well, and that and, being said, you got to get her back there anyway to so her son can come to a race. you got to yeah, do she, that she again made, next season. Right. She made a promise to me that when she becomes governor, she will come here for the governor's cup race. Gotcha. All right, let me ask both of you another quick question about the governor's cup for next year. What if you could have behind the wheel of one of those cars Kevin Harvick? You never know. Randy, you're not commenting. Well, I think uh, I, I think with Kevin Harvick's, um, uh, you know, retirement, if you will, and and I think it would be you got to remember, Kevin Harvick's not going to quit. He's just he's just not going to race in the Cup Series um, right. full time. Uh, he does have right. now TV obligations, but think about what you just said. Um, you know the way the Governor's Cup falls on the schedule. There is no, um, uh, there's no cup event going on. So he could easily, uh, you know, he probably won't have the television obligation. And with the Cars Tour and all those things that he's um, involved in, um, I think that's more of a possibility than you might think. Well, and the reason I brought it up is I have some press releases here, and as we know, he's obligated with Fox, but that's the first half of the season. He has already said in a press release that it is possible after the Fox obligation, and he's really excited about doing a great job, and he will do a great job. I think both of you would agree with me on that. But the, the and he, he said, quote, never will drive a cup race again, but trucks – and Xfinity is a strong possibility. He was uh, on with Dale Jr. and it said he would go to Dale Jr. for for advice on if it's worth it to do something like that. So, Rusty, it'd be pretty cool to have the Harvick uh, at the Governor's Cup along with the Attorney General again, right? Oh, absolutely. And keep in mind, William Byron, who the weekend before was fighting for the championship for for uh, NASCAR, was here racing a super late model and doing a fine job of it. Uh, racing for the lead, he and his teammate kind of got together a little bit, and there's a few stories about tire, fuel, not sure what all gas, not sure, but he ended up having to pull off as he was fighting for the lead in the last few laps of the race. Um, But that kid, every time he comes here, there's no errors about him. I mean, he just comes, he races, he has a good time. Um, You know, it's not like having to deal with somebody that you know, they want this attention. They want that attention. Uh, he was he was up at the fence signing autographs for people across the fence. Uh, you know, it, it it's incredible how this comes together. And the and the, the 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 cast of characters that we had here for this race was just incredible. I mean, it was really good cars. They put on a really good race. Um, it it. You didn't know who was going to win it. Uh, at one point, it looked like Atwell was going to take it. Nope. At one minute, it looked like William Byron was going to take it. Nope. And, and it, it kept changing. And that's what you like. You don't like to see somebody get out front and just take off and lead. Um, right. You like to see them work for it. And Stephen Nassie, uh, he was so excited. Um, and let me tell you something. Anybody that thinks that a race car is not a lot of work, 
when he got out of that car, he was, now they were in a driver's suit. That's how many layers thick. He was soaking wet. <laughs> and it, get this. I'm told he drove that race with no power steering. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, that'll help, that'll help you get soaking wet. Yeah, yeah. No about that. I did a little photo op with he and Robert Hart, the owner of the racetrack, and you know I'm trying to because Robert has, has some some medical issues, and I was trying to get them together, and I was trying to get uh, Nasty in there, and I mean he looked like he just came out of a swimming pool. <laughs> wow. Well, maybe uh, Rusty, we could arrange in the near future to have an interview with that uh, that gentleman. I bet he would be a great I, interview know, and, with that. And, I was thinking about that after our conversation last week, uh, whether or not you wanted me to try and get some of these people lined up for some of these shows, because that could add a whole lot to the show. Because Stephen Massey is not just some guy that came in off the street. This guy, is a he's a racer. And wherever he goes, you can bet that Massey, if his car and equipment hold up, he's going to be up there in the front. Gotcha. Yes. All right. Well, we'll yeah, Randy and uh, we'll all three get together on that and get some get some stuff set up. Before we let you go, Randy and I do have a joint question for you, and we'd like to know because both of us are are, are busy every single day. We'd like to know what you're going to do now. Oh, everybody <laughs> thinks this is the off season. No, during the season's more of the off season because you know you're going into the next race. Now then, it's get ready for the red eye in January. It's time to get ready for the World Series coming up in February, which is our biggest race. Um, and, and don't forget, if there's anybody out here that's race fans and they don't mind traveling a little bit, coming up very shortly is the Snowball Derby in uh, Pensacola. Right. And if you've never been to that, that thing is, it's Probably the biggest race in the South, um, by far. Uh, now, World Series is huge. Don't get me wrong. This is a condensed show. It's uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And the amount of pomp and circumstance and hoopla that goes into that thing, it's incredible. It's electric the whole time you're there. Uh, so if you get a chance... Go see the Bryant family. Tim Bryant is it, it, my. Here's my thing. Tim Bryant's my hero. I think he's the best at what he does of anybody. Um, they put on a lot of show up there, and you know it's not just a race. They do a pageant going into it to get Miss Snowball Derby. They get this. They get that. They do. They have parties. It, it's it's really a fun time. And if you've got some time off, I believe it's the second weekend in in uh, December. I don't have the date with me, but it's 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 right there at the beginning of December, and it's really worth the time to go up there and see what's going on. Get your tickets because it will sell out. Um, Randy, it, it, any chance it, of Daniel diving in the Derby this year? No, we 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 debated and discussed it, but uh, we've got so much going on, and uh, we'll be making a, another announcement uh, after the first of the year, um, so you'll understand why we opted uh, not to do the Snowball Derby. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and Rusty, keep, in mind, again, if, if, keep in mind, if you're a racer, that Derby is a very expensive race because they do a lot. I mean, 
there's a lot on the line. I mean, they raised the purse. In, I think there's like a $150,000 purse just for the snowball. And that's unheard wow. of. And I don't know if you caught the news or not that happened over the weekend here at New Samarna Speedway, but we have signed up for one of the ASA CRA National Tour events. It will be the biggest super late model purse ever at New Samarna Speedway. Wow. Wow. And do you have dates on that yet? It's going to be the Tuesday of World Series. Of course, on Saturday, we have the Wheel and Modified Tour, which was the most expensive thing that we'd ever brought here. Um, and now that we have two huge shows during the World Series for 2024. Wow, that's awesome. Well, again, Rusty, congratulations on a great year. And just know that Randy and I will have our eyes on you to make sure that you are uh, uh, rolling. And uh, we'll be in touch with you about some interviews and talk to you very shortly. Sounds good. Y'all have a great off season. Hope to talk to you real soon. And we'll be back in action in January, the first weekend in January, with the Red Eye. Roger that. Thanks, Rusty. We'll talk to you, man. Thank you. All right, Randy, uh, you being a historian, we talk about this a lot, and uh, we talk also a lot about the fact that we, we lose special people to the sport, uh, and um, I'm afraid we've got to talk about that again. We've lost Ken Squire uh, last, last evening. He's 88 years old. Uh, I mean, wow. What, what a voice of NASCAR. What we've done, Randy, we've got a, uh, a tribute put together for him that we're going to play, and then I'd love to hear your comments on that. Uh, we've got voices from Richard Petty, Mike Helton, Kyle Petty, and a lot more uh, that we're going to hear. So let's, let's hear this tribute to Ken Squire. Today, race cars capable of over 200 miles per hour take on a far more romantic image. Ken Squire talks with fans, not to fans. This track, more than any other track, is fun. We're here at Brooklyn, Michigan this afternoon. I'm Ken Squire. He could explain it to you in layman's terms. 41 drivers are lined up for this, the most prestigious stock car race in the world. Ken Squire grew up in Waterbury, Vermont. As the son of a radio station owner, he began listening to racing broadcasts at an early age. Squire began his career at the radio station and soon found himself in a track public address booth. His skills caught the attention of Bill France Sr., who hired Squire to broadcast a race at Daytona. In 1970, Squire co-founded the Motor Racing Network. Listening to him on MRN, it's like, wow, he brought a whole different sound to the sport, a whole different vocabulary. The green is about to be unfurled once again on the most competitive automobile racing in the world. Tough an individual, and he wanted to tell stories about the drivers. One of Squire's greatest accomplishments was helping NASCAR convince CBS to cover the 1979 Daytona 500 live from flag to flag. It was a milestone in the sport's growth. To watch what Ken has meant and done for the sport, what he did behind the scenes to get that first CBS broadcast. People remember the fight and him saying, and tempers are overflowing. Hey, there's a fight. The tempers overflowing. While he's stating the obvious, just the way that he did it, it was perfect. He was such an integral part of the growth of the cup racing. 
Ken Squire has been the most influential television person in the history of motorsports, hands down. Ken Squire taught me an awful lot. Ken taught me to give the sport a dignity, not to be screaming and yelling in the microphone when something happened. Ken Squire trained 90% of the people that are doing television and radio and racing today, either directly or indirectly. I think his greatest impact are the additions to the NASCAR lexicon that he created. The Great American Race. Of the Great American Race, the Daytona 500. The Alabama Game. The Alabama Game. The Silver Fox. Heard of the performance by the Silver Fox. Ken's efforts are as important to the sport as nearly any other driver because he became the voice of the sport. Squire was the voice of the sport for over 50 years. The longevity, the passion, and the impact he brought to the booth will never be matched. He is one of the most, if not the most, significant voices and personalities. He deserves a lot of credit for helping NASCAR get on the map. Randy, I know, again, uh, with your history, that's a voice I mean, we all recognize. Uh, one of a kind. You know, we, we like to say sometimes they don't make them like that anymore. Uh, your thoughts on this one? Well, I think Mike Helton probably um, said it best where he helped NASCAR get on the map. I mean, his description, um, <laughs> I love that comment about um, the you know the way he uh, the way he reported the obvious. I mean, there everybody was watching the uh, the fight in Turn Three there um, at Daytona in 1979, and you know tempers overflowing. Um, yep, they sure were, uh, <laughs> and, and I think it was pretty obvious to everybody they were. But Ken Squire's reporting, Ken Squire's insight. You know, um, his voice. He 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 had a he had a a, a very interesting knack for um, being able to do the pre-race stuff and kind of keep it. And and the the closer he got to the event, the the, the event taking off, he would elevate the uh, the enthusiasm and the intensity and almost the suspense. And you know, we're ready and. I I was uh, you know there's there's voices in sports that you remember um, all over. I I know that I'll just give you one that nobody knows. Back where I came from in in Northwest Pennsylvania, there was a guy named uh, Larry Baytal. He actually uh, uh, they actually uh, um, were. Uh, I mean, he he had an opportunity to become a national broadcaster, and he but his voice when he did basketball and he did football was just so so special and so unique, and you you kind of just focus in on that. Uh, you it, it reminds you, it gives you a good warm feeling that you're in the right place. Um, you know, Vin Scully in baseball for the Dodgers. My gosh, I mean, I don't know. If there's a more iconic voice. Harry Carey with the Cubs, and you just go on and on and on and on. Bob Prince with my Pirates, and but but Ken Squire, um, he had the ability to take a race that was on a you know 65 green flag lap run that might have been getting a little snoozy, and still make it interesting. 
And he also he also was uh, he brought an intellect. He he was able to make the personalities. You heard that description, you know, the Alabama gang, which everybody knows now. But that was in and the Silver Fox, which they, David Pearson. I mean, he created these um, these bigger than life uh, images, and uh, and it helped us all. It helped us all identify. Um, so his he's one of those voices that I think, in my opinion, we were so fortunate because I think Ken Squire could have done any sport anywhere in the world and it would have been elevated. But we're all blessed that he chose racing. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. What a, what a career. Another one that will be greatly missed. No doubt about that. Um, I think what we'll do now, we'll take a break and we'll come back and uh, we're going to kick off, Randy, with a new, uh, uh, a new song that will kind of describe silly season. But ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We have lots more to tell you. We'll be right back. We'll brought to you tonight by Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Ram. Daytona's Garage, Bush Beer and Daytona Beverages, Daytona on tap. Solar Fit and Southeastern Sports. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. It's almost Bush o'clock. A time for relaxing and unwinding with a crisp, cold Bush beer. It's the most refreshing time of the day. Wait for it. Three, two, one. Bush. Crisp, cold Bush. Enjoy responsibly. Bush beer. Anheuser Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, y'all, this is Chris from Southeastern Sports, 209 South State Street in Bunnell. Come and see the largest selection of in-stock firearms in Flagler County. 60-day, same-as-cash layaway. Got a huge used gun selection. Largest selection of ammunition. No matter what you need, we got you covered. Daytona's Garage is a dream factory where the improbable becomes reality. Being a dream of performance, design, or style, we make the blank canvas of your vehicle into a personal masterpiece. Detail, commitment, and craftsmanship transforms your dreams into something enjoyed for the miles ahead. Simple to complex, we're devoted to putting imagination into your driveway. The Daytona's Garage. Your ride, our passion. All right, we're glad you're with us tonight on Trackside. Randy, you know, Rusty kind of said it, and, you know, we like to tease Rusty. Uh, a lot of things go on in the off season. I don't think a lot of the fans even realize all the things that happen, but we're going to certainly be covering it here each week to keep you abreast of what goes on and get you ready to go for 2024. So we, had to, we asked Mark to put together kind of a theme song to describe this. I'm going to have him play it, and then let's see if you can tell us, Randy, what it is. Okay, Mr. Mark, go ahead. Okay. Randy, do you recognize that? It's either Psycho or Alfred Hitchcock's uh, uh, series. I don't know. Uh, one or the other. You young kids just don't, you know, you just don't realize what you've missed and, and knowing the good stuff. That, ladies and gentlemen, of course, is the Twilight Zone. See? We got it. <laughs> yep. 
So I, I think that fits, don't you think, Randy? Yes, it is. Yes, sir. <laughs> no doubt about it. All right, so let's kick off with a good one and uh, a good friend of yours. Uh, I mean, he has a few trophies, and he's won a few races, and, uh, you know, a popular guy who's uh, uh, I watched him inside your dealership stand in line for a long time talking to race fans and signing autographs. Mr. Richard Petty was inducted to the Nashville Fairgrounds Hall of Fame this past Tuesday night, and uh, uh, Richard Petty won nine races there, Randy. So pretty cool to see this happen, no doubt about it. That's some, that's some, some real good silly season news right there. You know, I think Richard Petty could be inducted to a uh, Hall of Fame in every part of this country. Uh, he's done something positive everywhere he's gone. He's left a legacy of, uh, you know, I, there's nobody that's ever interacted more or better uh, with fans than him. Um, I've said this several times over. Uh, if Everybody should go through the Richard Petty uh, training program on how to deal with fans. Um you know he and there's there's some i mean there's 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 richard petty's clearly the the uh the model in racing i think arnold palmer was the model in golf um there's others um around uh, in different sports but none better uh, that's for sure i don't care what sport none better uh well and and he's still getting around just fine what is he 83 is am i correct no, on that Randy? i think he's 80 my guess now is that he's um, actually. I think he's eighty-five. He'll be eighty-five. Wow. He'll either be eighty-five or he'll be eighty-six in July. Holy cow! Well, he's still getting around, making things happen, and uh, you know, talking to the likes of Ken Squire, another guy that uh, was very instr- instrumental in Richard Petty putting uh, NASCAR on the map. Uh, and they certainly don't make him make him like Richard Petty anymore, Randy. That's right. That's no, for sure. Right. I mean, it, it, but again, you know, uh, he, he, there's a, there's enough examples out there for people to see, and, and they should follow. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt about that. Okay, some more good stuff. And you know, we we saw Kevin Harvick in the four car uh, finish out his season season very emotional uh, to celebrate in October. Uh, all of us remember the movie Talladega Nights. Uh, the Harvicks have bought Ricky Bobby's house. Randy, that 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 mansion is a real mansion on Lake Norman, and uh, the Harvicks now own it. How about that one? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, certainly, I think we can all agree that Kevin Harvick probably has the resources to do it. So, if that's what's going to make he and his family happy, then uh, <laughs> and, and it and it doesn't. Uh, doesn't hurt too bad, then cool. <laughs> pretty uh, pretty know, cool. I, I got to tell you something. I do want to say something about this. Okay. I think, I, I, I personally believe that that pathway, um, I've always been this, this way. I, I don't think that the fans really care about the lifestyle that our superstars live. Um, I, I, I don't think, um, as a matter of fact, I personally believe it's contrary to what we should be doing. You know, the, the, 
the big picture of the big mansion and how how uh, you know wow look at that isn't that cool uh, you know I don't think there's any pr- good purpose served in all of that uh, you know I, you go in and you see how uh, X Y Z driver lives and and all that I not a not a fan I just don't believe um, that's a uh, that that's something that. Uh, 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 that, that does anybody any good? Uh, not at all. I really, I really don't. I, I've seen, you know, shows where we're looking at the car collections and we're looking at the, at the the toy garage and we're looking. Yeah, yeah. That that's. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't help anybody. You know, no, uh, not not at all. I, I don't disagree with you 100. Uh, percent um, The media loves stuff like this. No, there's no doubt about that. And um, you know, I I don't know if uh, Harvick had any choice in letting it letting it out there, but oh, it was, a, it was a big deal that was made. No doubt about that. I mean, obviously he deserves it. And uh, really, it's none of our business what these guys do off the track. What we care about what they do on the track and speaking on the track we've already discussed it some uh kevin harvick and another long press release that i have is definitely not ruling out an xfinity or truck series race in 2024 uh he did say you know he would want a qualified car and good equipment and all that so uh it still would be fun he did say and I, i mentioned this earlier uh right here in black and white he would he would definitely not be driving a cup race ever again. Uh, but well, to see I, him I, in Xfinity or Truck Series or, uh, you know, he's involved with Super Lates and all that, to see him at New Samara Speedway at a Super Late would be awful uh, awful fun. Well, and I, you know, if he's made that decision that he's never going to drive a cup car again, then then that's cool. I think it's, <clears throat> to me, his comments regarding uh, possibly driving an Xfinity car or a truck you know, once upon a time, the uh, the truck series, it's the original intent was to give um, you know kind of a landing space for guys who were. Um, let's let's use this example. So you got the you got the PGA Tour on the golf you know golf right. Well, then you have the senior PG the senior tour the senior PGA Tour. So guys that reached fifty had a place to go and compete. And that was kind of the general path, or so they thought, that the truck series was going to go. It's turned into something else. It's turned into more of a development series. Um, you can stay there forever and, and do good, and, and that's all. That's cool. Um, but it was, but it was, uh, you know, it was originally going to be one of those places that uh, that you, these Cup guys who still wanted to race but didn't want to race, you know, thirty six. Weeks out of the year, um, <clears throat> but still wanted to have a place. And also, obviously, it makes sense for the OEM, the manufacturers that are in the sport. Uh, you know, Ford, um, General Motors, Chevrolet, um, and Toyota to have that's a big part of their business. So it, it made a lot of sense for the Truck Series to be present, um, and it, it was kind of a place for guys who. I guess you'd call them semi-retired if they were if they were going to come down to the truck series, uh, but it but it's kind of morphed. Although you know you've seen it, Kyle Busch runs there, Ross Chastain runs there. Maybe we'll see Kevin Harvick. We've seen others um, come and go. Uh, 
in the truck series. Who knows? Maybe we'll see Eric Almarola there next year. Uh, some, you know, so it could, this could be the year when you see a little bit more of what was the way that the, it, everybody thought it was going to go way back in the day. I think it'd be fun. I mean, no question he's, uh, he's, he's really, really, really experienced, but, uh, it's never wrong to race against people that are, uh, maybe a little better than you, right? Uh, absolutely, absolutely, and you know with these uh, with these cup historians uh, on the racetrack in the truck series, for an example, maybe they can uh, show some of these younger guys, you know, how you should be driving. Just throwing that out there. A well, bit. yeah, I know where that goes. Uh, yeah, I, I could, you know, how many fights you think Tony Stewart would have got in after Arizona? <laughs> 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 no, no doubt about that. That's, that's fun stuff. Anyway, pretty cool news on Harvick, and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him in some of these. I would love to see him at New Smyrna. That would be a big-time uh, deal. Uh, at, at any race, the Governor's Cup would be fun, no doubt about it. And you know what, Randy, all of us are looking forward to uh, to Kevin Harvick on Fox. You know, the, the appearances that he's made in the broadcast booth, he adds a lot. Yeah, he's he knows what he's doing. Uh, I think he's got a voice that's you know that's pleasing to the ear. Um, he's he's not afraid to be uh, frank and and uh, speak his mind. But uh, I yeah I I think uh, he's not stiff as a broadcaster. That's the, you know for sure. So uh, yeah, awesome. And some more news for Legacy Motor Club. And uh, we all are fans of John Hunter Nemechek, and he will be in the 42 Toyota for Legacy Motorsports next year. And a piece of good news that he will take uh, Ben Bashor with him, his crew chief. Uh, this guy's been around a lot. Uh, just an example uh, with Kyle Busch includes three series wins, 23 top five, and 39 top ten finishes in 71 races. Um, so uh, 2023, Ashore was, the, of course, the crew chief for John Hunter Nemechek, and John certainly had a fantastic season. So this is good news that uh, they move up together. And you being a driver, of course, your son is a driver, to have a, a, a crew chief that you're confident with, uh, especially in a transition from Xfinity to Cup, would be a, a big deal. Oh no, no doubt. I mean, it's this is a you know this is a learning curve thing for sure. Um, so uh, you know it's going to be it's going to be an interesting uh, interesting transition. I think um, smoothing out, but certainly cer- certainly in theory, being able to communicate with a guy who you already know is um, is imp- is an important part of this process. I think the bigger question in it, though, is is that how much does the crew chief know this car and how it behaves? So, um, you know that that would be my only concern. Um, I get the reason why. I just don't know if he has the same level of experience with the car or knows enough about the car to be uh, the benefit to, to be a benefit to. Uh, to John Hunter, although I mean he's got a teammate, so uh, Eric Jones and that 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 group um, probably will be able to provide some level of support. 
It'll be exciting to watch. I mean, to me, it's a lot of fun to see some of these rookies come through. I mean, obviously, what we've seen, not that uh, Blaney is a rookie, but fun to see him get into cup and make the advances that he's made and now become a champion. Um, I've been a fan of John Hunter Nemechek for a long time, you know, interviewing him, his dad, a bunch of times. and uh, As long as his dad's been around racing and all that, to see John Hunter develop like he has, it's, uh, I'm sure we'll be pulling for him and his crew chief and for them to make things happen um, in the 42 car next year. Well, I, I certainly uh, look forward to ho- hope those guys do well. Um, you know, we'll, uh, we're going to be... Uh, yeah, we'll probably be rooting for. Uh, well, we got to root for for somebody uh, in the Chevrolet crowd, and uh, but at the same time, for me, you know, the sentimental favorite uh, is always going to be uh, the twelve, and that's that's just because you know I know that family so long. Um, you know, it's uh, you know going back to Lou Blaney's days. That's that I can't help but root for Ryan Blaney. It just is what it is, and uh, and you know, uh, anytime that number with the four and the three on it uh, d- does good, I'll be I'll be excited about that too. <laughs> well, you got a big season coming up with that forty-three truck, no doubt about that. You know, uh, BJ McLeod in the news again, and I guess it's okay, Randy, to go ahead and talk about the sixty-six running of the Daytona 500 next February, and we've already talked about the class 80 days away. It'll be here before you know it, uh, but they are going to field the number 78, uh, B.J. McLeod and his organization, uh, and they, they've got to qualify, which is Live Fast Motorsports, and uh, going to get out there and, and give it a try. He did sell his uh, charter uh, last year, as we well know, I believe, Forty million dollars is what my what my press release says right here, but uh, he's not going to be counted out. He's going to try to qualify for the five hundred and uh, try to run all of the super speedway races, uh, along with some road races as well with uh, Josh Balicki. So interesting to see the seventy eight back on the track. And uh, what do you think about BJ? Well, I think, uh, you know, this is kind of a – B.J., I've had it all – I go back with B.J. when he was a kid. Um, you know, when he was racing super late models out at Newsom Morning Speedway, and we raced – you know, he and I raced against each other some. And, you know, we spent some time over the last several months talking quite a bit. And um, he's he's really developed into – he is, and make no mistake about it, his wife is uh, a big part of this deal, too. He's a great business – my, uh, man with regard to the racing side and uh, you know so you've seen the 40 million dollar uh, payday for the charter and if you think about the cup series all year long there's there's 40 spots to get into the race and generally that field is 36 or 37 cars mm-hmm. so there's room in other words right and um so I think there's an opportunity for him to still to him, him to do that, and it uh, looks like and sounds like he's going to do it. Um, I think Daytona will be a little bit bigger challenge for him um, because if there's any field in the schedule uh, where you could see maybe being more than 40 cars trying to get in, this is the race for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So 
you know, he's going to have to, uh, he's going to have to go, but he's got a great crew chief there in his organization. Pat Trison's there. And, um, um, so, you know, Pat Trison, he ran, or I was a crew chief for Mark Martin back in the day. So, uh, I think it's a good business decision. Uh, he's not going to, He's not going to go spend his $40 million that he, that he got for the charter, you know, just trying to be an independent racer but on the, and select spots. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, we'll be pulling for him. It's, it's, it's always see some of the guys, uh, good to see some of the guys uh, stick it out and not leave the sport and so on and so forth. So, hey, we'll see what happens. We've uh, talked about in the past, Zane Smith will be driving uh, four Spire Motorsports in the Cup Series. And he uh, that just came just released to me today is so he'll be in the night in the seventy one uh, vehicle. Zane Smith is uh, certainly a competitor and going to be fun to watch him in the Cup Series. Yeah, so that's that's two teams, and you know for for Spire, um, so uh, they have the seventy one and the seven. So uh, um, that's that's so, so what we just talked about. Um, although I, you know, that's the. That's the charter shift. I mean, that doesn't really change the number, except now you have a couple of these independent guys that are going to try to get in there. So it'll it'll be interesting to see. Very interesting. Well, and as we know, and going going backwards and talking about the Daytona 500 and BJ, uh, there's no one, and we've we've said this a, a million times over the years. There's no one who can predict who will win a race like the Daytona 500. So if you if you qualify and get in, nobody can say you can't win, Randy, and that includes the 71. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, at this point, these guys know what they got. They know how to go fast. and Speed is important, but longevity is really important in uh, the Daytona 500. Staying out of the big one, being around at the end, you know, making sure you get in the draft and, and – uh, can't lose the draft. That's the way. You, that's the way you stay in the race. And uh, um, but you know, coming down from that somewhere around that 185 uh, lap mark all the way to 200. That's when all that's that's when the fun begins <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I don't know if you can call it fun if you're a driver, but uh, it's it's fun for the crowd, no doubt about it. But you just never yep. know what's going to happen. Okay, Randy, we. With the with the silly season, obviously there's going to be lots of rumors. Would you agree with that one? Oh, um, my goodness. Yep. Okay. So all the rumors seem to, to make their way across the desk here. Um, we remember Josh Williams. Um, you know, I'd really never heard of Josh Williams until he parked his car on the mm-hmm. start-finish line at Atlanta. And uh, I don't even remember exactly what happened as a result of that, if he was penalized or, or not. I just I just don't remember. But the rumor is that Colleague Racing is going to bring uh, Josh Williams over in 2024 uh, to be on their team. Now, he is 30 years old, but, you know, this, is, this has come up a few times, and I'd, I'd love to hear your comment on this and whether we want to admit it's true or not, but you know, money talks. If you if you have the money um, to help support these teams, it's a possibility that you're going to get on board. So, you know, the question is, he's 30 years old. That's you know, borderline to start. And does he have the finances uh, 
or you think this is just a rumor and it's going to come to pass. It seems to be, matter of fact, that the colleague is going to be making an announcement any to any minute. So yesterday he kind of teased it, and uh, we'll see what happens. But, um, again, I don't know that much about Josh Williams as a driver. Obviously, he's got to be a pretty good one if he's being uh, considered by colleague. Uh, and then along with that question, I'll let you answer, um, how will this affect uh, our buddy, A.J. Allmendinger in 24? You know, what's what's going to happen here? Well, I think they've already said that A.J. Allmendinger is going to run um, – the Xfinity Series in 2024, and um, I've heard the rumor as well, and, you know, I don't have any confirmation of it, but I've heard the rumor that Josh Williams is going to be there, and we, we've heard that uh, SV, pardon me, the SVG is probably going to end up at Colleague in an Xfinity car for the mm-hmm. you know, full-time for the 2024 season. Um, so I think, um, you know, but remember what you said at the beginning when you sort of launched into this was this is silly season. And, you know, it's not the first time that things have been said that didn't necessarily happen. Although I believe personally, and I'm not going to tell you that it's a done deal because I don't have that information, but I believe that what we just talked about is probably pretty accurate. And, um, and, and we'll see. And, and the fact that colleague has a press conference or a presser that's going to come out here just shortly i you know something's up <laughs> we're getting ready to find something's out up. yeah 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 well that's when we play the twilight zone theme ladies and gentlemen yeah. as we blow through our time just another quick one uh, from your team owner perspective and 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 my question as a fan and a fan of aj almondinger why would you move and A.J. Allmendinger, which in my opinion did not have that bad of a season, uh, out of cup, put him full-time in Xfinity and put Josh Williams in there. I think it's probably going to be something to what you said. I think it's, uh, you know, there's dollars that are going to drive those, you know, make those seats available. And uh, so that's my guess. Um but again, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I, I don't think they've made a decision, or certain. Well, it could be that this is what they're going to talk about. They might say that that, that's, that may be the announcement uh, that we're that we're waiting on. Uh, maybe they're going to talk about the Cup Series. But uh, you know, AJ, I think originally that was his plan. Right, was to come and drive uh, Xfinity Series races. Then he got moved up, and then he's kind of come back so maybe it's a foretelling of aj deciding to, to step back a little bit at some point too it's very possible yeah I, well i'm just a big aj fan his enthusiasm is uh, unlike any other and i just uh, love watching him love watching him win races and and what he has to say after so i'm hoping that that uh, something good happens for aj meanwhile uh, we've blown through our time it goes by awfully quick ladies and gentlemen so uh, we will be on the air next week. We will have a uh, Thanksgiving uh, broadcast because we we work 24-7 for you, ladies and gentlemen. There's always silliness happening in the silly season, and you need to know about it. So we'll see you right here next week on Trackside. So don't miss us. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.